0: Well good morning, A very warm welcome to you and it's uh, nice to see some uh, new faces and familiar faces back with us uh, today and uh, I just uh, want to just uh, say that as we gather together in God's presence to worship him, may you know God's loving presence with you. Our call to worship today comes from Psalm 34, come let us tell of the Lord's greatness, Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people for those who fear him will have all they need. So let us worship God. We begin with our first hymn, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord. Mission Praise number 50, and the words will appear on the screens, and you're very welcome to stand for this.
1: and His is crowned. how awesome is the sight
0: Let's pray together. Gracious and loving God, we thank you that we may come before you this day to worship in your presence and give you our thanks and praise for your great goodness and faithfulness to us. We thank you for your daily care for us and for the love with which you surround us, comforting, guiding and strengthening us. We thank you most of all for your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who left the glories of heaven to die for us, to take away our sins, and to bring us life and fullness, forgiveness and healing, freedom and joy through faith in him. Forgive us for the ways we have not lived in obedience to you, for the ways we have grieved your spirit, cleanse us and renew us by your Holy Spirit that we might be empowered once more through Jesus Christ our Lord who taught us to pray saying our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, we're going to have a look in our Bible today and see what we have today. Let's just have a look. Well, I've got a hammer here. And uh, I've got a drill. This is quite a good drill because it's a battery drill, so you can quickly um, do lots of uh, screwing of screws into uh, wood and various other things, and also take things out as well. So we've got these. So these are quite quite good having tools like that. Now, um, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I Quite like doing a bit of uh, DIY quite like doing a bit of uh, building of things occasionally, uh, whether it 's at, at home or in the garden at home and uh, it 's good to have some these tools to do the, the job or perhaps put up a bit of furniture occasionally um, and uh, you know with with these things there 's a, there's a quick way of doing things, and there 's a longer way of doing things and sometimes we just like to do the quick way of doing things. We, we don't bother with the instructions or we don't take advice if it's a bit more complicated what we're doing. Uh, we think, oh, just just go ahead and do it. Um, problem with that is sometimes it doesn't quite work out the way we plan. Um, maybe if we're putting something up and we've got to follow instructions, it turns out we put the, the shelf in the wrong way around or something like that. And so it's really quite good to take advice from those that know how to make things better than we do, or to follow the instructions. Um, Now, there's a a story that Jesus tells us about two people that had, uh, well, they probably have tools, not quite a battery-operated tool like that, um, but they would have had tools to to build, and they were going to build a house. Each of them was going to build their own house, and um, one of them thought, well, I want to do it the easy way and the other thought well I'm going to do it the proper way because I want my house to be a really good strong house and this is the story of the the wise builder and the foolish builder and the wise builder looked for rock to build the house on he looked um, he was uh, prepared to work hard to dig down deep and to get to the the rock and so he did that and he built his house on rock which is a strong foundation but the foolish builder didn't want to take the time so he just looked around he thought oh there's a nice bit of sands that would be quite nice to to build on so he just built his house on sands but problem was when uh, the rain came, eventually rain will come as we well know, uh, it uh, swept past the two houses and the one built on rock, the wise man's house, it stayed standing because it was a strong foundation but the the foolish man's house was swept away because it was on the sand, it's collapsed. Now that's a, a story that Jesus told because to, to really get us to think about the importance of uh, listening to what God says to us, listening to his word. And um, what Jesus was saying was that we can listen to what God says to us and have a really strong foundation in our life. And so when storms come, we are able to stand up to them or we can just do what we want. But when things get difficult, um, we don't have the same strength to stand up Um, to the storms of life and that's a really uh, important thing that God invites us to to build well with him to build our lives on strong foundations and so that we can rely on him to keep us safe through our lives so let's uh, let's just pray about that now dear God thank you that when we listen to and follow what you tell us you keep us safe in your strong arms Help us to keep listening and following you as we pray and read our Bible. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we're going to have uh, an action song now. Our God is a great
2: big God. Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God our God is a great big God and he holds us in his hands. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God and he holds us in his hands. He's higher than a skyscraper. He's deeper than a submarine. God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God and He holds us in His hands. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God and He holds us in His hands. Higher than a skyscraper, he's deeper than a submarine He's wider than the universe and beyond my wildest dreams And he's known me and he's loved me since before the world began How wonderful to be a part of God's amazing plan God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, and He holds us in His hands. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, and He holds us in His hands. He holds us in His hands. Holds us in his hands and he holds us in his hands.
3: I will save the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the Fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra you will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me says the lord i will rescue him i will protect him for he acknowledges my name he will call on me and i will answer him i will be with him in trouble I will deliver him and honour him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Our second Old Testament reading is from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 26 and reading verses 3 and 4. Isaiah chapter 26 and at verse 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. Our gospel lesson is from the gospel according to Mark. Mark chapter 4 and reading from verse 35 to verse 41. Mark 4 and at verse 35. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There was also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Amen. God will bless to us these readings from his holy word. We continue our worship by listening to Mission Praise number 582. The beloved old song, Rock of Ages, cleft for me, and you're welcome to stand for this hymn.
0: pray. Lord God we thank you that you are our saviour that you are the one that we can come to in every circumstance and know that you have done everything possible for us through our Lord Jesus Christ to make a way into your holy presence to know your comfort and your peace through our lives. And so, Lord, as we come to your word now, we ask that you would speak clearly to us and that by your Holy Spirit, you would help us to understand all the things that you have for us today. And Lord, that we would be strengthened in our faith and in our walk with you as we take that uh, knowledge of your love for us to others, where we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I wonder if you've ever been in a boat in the middle of a storm. Well, I can think of a couple of occasions in my own experience, Uh, once during a ferry crossing to France. Uh, Because it was a large ship, I didn't feel in any immediate danger. It was just an uncomfortable journey at times, and some people were feeling a little seasick on the journey. The only other occasion I was in a storm at sea uh, was on a holiday trip uh, in a thirty foot sailboat round some of the Scottish islands, um, but at the time, because we were anchored in a relatively sheltered inlet uh, we didn 't suffer too badly and again, I never felt in any real danger, just a bit up and down um, with the movement of the boat. Well, the story of the disciples in the boat with Jesus, which is recorded in three of the Gospels but were Uh, we've read from Mark's gospel today, um, is a very different experience of a storm. It wasn't a large boat by our standards, and these weren't holiday tourists not used to being at sea. Among Jesus' closest disciples were fishermen, experienced in all kinds of weather. And yet, as they travel across the Sea of Galilee, we find them in great fear for their lives. We're told that a furious squall came upon them and the waves were breaking over the side of the boat. The water was coming in so much that it says the boat was nearly swamped. There must also have been great movement in the boat as it was tossed to and fro by the wind and the waves. And if we can imagine it, there would have been a howling wind and the noise of frightened men crying out to each other in a desperate attempt to keep themselves from being overwhelmed by the storm, threatening to sink the boat and to drown them. It's into this fear-filled scene that we find an almost incredible sight described. It says Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. Now, whichever gospel account you read, we know that Jesus has had a busy day leading up to this point. He's been teaching people about the kingdom of God, and according to Matthew's gospel, Jesus has also been healing people and delivering others from evil spirits, so it would have been natural to expect that Jesus would be tired and ready to take some shut-eye. However, Here he is, able to find rest and sleep, even in the midst of a storm that has everyone else, including experienced fishermen, afraid for their lives. It's one of these moments when Jesus' disciples just can't understand what Jesus is doing, and this happens quite a few times we find in the Gospels. How could he sleep at a time like this? So they wake him up, calling out to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? And in Matthew's gospel, they say, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. Well, Jesus' response is immediate. He got up, rebuked the wind and the waves, and said to them, Be quiet, be still. And then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He takes care of the danger in an amazing way, taking command over the situation. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, stills the storm and all becomes calm. The winds and the waves, which minutes before were threatening to overwhelm the disciples, are no more. Then Jesus turns to them and says, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? I imagine we might not have been very different from the disciples moving from great fear about the storm to great awe at Jesus. However, what Jesus says to them is really challenging. He says that they didn't really need to be afraid and that if they'd had more faith in him, they'd have understood that. Now, we might never be in a storm at sea in a boat like this. However, we all experience different kinds of storms in life, the kinds of things that maybe unexpectedly come out of nowhere, and before we know it, It's like we're being battered by winds and waves that seem too much for us. A change of health, the loss of a loved one, something not working out for us. Whatever the source, we recognize that sense of being overwhelmed or being afraid, just as Jesus' disciples felt in the middle of the storm. Of course we're all in a kind of storm with the pandemic, something that appeared unexpectedly, something that has affected us more than we could have imagined, and something in which we face with continued uncertainty and as another wave hits our land. And with that the the winds of change buffet us, we keep hearing about the new normal but we don't quite know what that will be. Many things have changed completely. Companies and livelihoods that have been around for generations are no longer unsustainable in the waves and winds of change that the coronavirus has either brought or accelerated. Some of the restrictions have changed the way we do things and even as things appear to ease, we might seem uncertain how we'll be. Most of us have got used to a different way of living during lockdowns and changing may take us a little time of getting used to. In our church life too, we have to adapt to changes ahead. The Church of Scotland, like many organizations, is going to be restructuring A significant reduction in ministry posts planned over the next five years will impact every congregation. How we adapt and change to develop everyone's gifts will be very important for us as we continue to share the good news of Jesus. In all of this, however, the important thing is not to focus on the storm The important thing is to focus on Jesus, who is with us in the storm. Jesus often spoke to his disciples to reassure them and to help them to focus on him. And just before his death and resurrection, Jesus said this, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus never promised that we would have trouble-free lives. He never said that life would be without struggle or hardship or storm. But he did promise to be with us in the storms and that we could know his peace that passes understanding and the reassurance of God's protection. Psalm 91 is a prayer which reassures us that when we seek God and keep seeking him, learning to keep coming to him with all our needs, he responds to us by giving us his shelter and protection through the storms of life. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. And my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. In a hot land like Israel, it's not so much you want to get out of the rain, but out of the sun, and being in um in the shadow is actually can be life-saving because of the temperatures. And so when we stay close to God, it's being like in the shelter, away from what is is potentially dangerous to us. He keeps us when we stay close to him in his refuge. Now, we're not promised that we'll avoid all troubles, but that he will be with us and stay with us throughout And so we have this promise at the end of that passage in verses 14 to 17. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. What we focus on is so important at all times and especially through the storms when the winds and the waves can appear so big. In these times we have a decision to make each day. Will we focus on the storm and be filled with fear or will we focus on Jesus who is bigger than the storm, and be filled with faith instead. Our reading in Isaiah chapter 26, verse three to four, reminds us of the importance of keeping our focus on God. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. And in the new international, uh, sorry, the new living translation, it uh, brings out the meaning even more. It reads, "You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. All whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. What are our thoughts fixed on? Lots of things, probably, but." This is an invitation to fix our thoughts on Jesus. Jesus, God's Son, is our eternal rock on whom we have a sure foundation. Just as we were thinking earlier with the parable of the wise and foolish builders, sometimes we focus and we put our um, efforts into things that that just... um, go away. They they don't last, but when we fix our attention and our lies on Jesus, he lasts. He is the rock that won't allow us to be swept away. Whatever winds and waves buffet us, he is able to keep us strong and safe. And as we learn to fix our thoughts each day on Jesus and God's promises to us through him we can know his perfect peace even in the midst of the fiercest of storms it's so important that through these times of change and challenge we look to God and listen to him and so developing our relationship with God is key That's why in our church conference this Wednesday, we're going to be thinking about what God has to say to us through these challenging times. And in our three sessions, we'll be looking at our relationship with God, our relationship with each other, and with others, um, and with our world, as we seek to explore different aspects of what it means to be church in this time. So when we go through the storms, and times of change and challenge, the important question for us is, what are we going to focus on? Are we going to focus on the storm, or are we going to focus on Jesus and know his peace and his presence in the very midst of the storm? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that we may know you through faith in your Son, Jesus Christ, who lived and died and rose to life again so that we might be forgiven our sins and receive new and everlasting life by the gift of your Holy Spirit. Teach us to trust in you through the storms of life and to listen for your still small voice drawing us closer Calling us to rest in your presence and not to be afraid. Thank you that because of your great love for us in Jesus, we do not need to fear the past, the present, or the future. For you, our eternal God, creator of all, are powerful to save, and your promises to us are good. And faithful and true. Gracious God, as we move into summer, we especially remember our schools and places of education. We pray for students, teachers, auxiliary staff, and their families that following such an exhausting period of challenge and uncertainty, You would bless them with rest and renewal during their holiday break. Heavenly Father, we lift up to you our world. We pray for your help in for all the places that are particularly affected by the pandemic. We pray for vaccination programs. We pray, Lord, for your deliverance for us. We remember, too, those affected by the collapse of that flat in Florida. We pray, Lord, for your help with the rescue effort. We pray for your comfort for those who are grieving and those who do not know what has happened to loved ones. We pray for your healing for those who are injured. Heavenly Father, we lift up to you all those known to us who have heavy hearts and who find life a struggle. We pray too for all who grieve through the loss of loved ones. And we remember those who are ill or in pain. Lord, in your loving mercy, bring your comfort, your strength, your healing, and your peace Lord, as we remember our church family here, lead us in our conference day, we pray. And for the church throughout our land, we pray for the renewal of your people. Forgive us where we have strayed from your ways. Lift us up where we have fallen. Help us turn back to you with all our hearts and mind and strength. And seek to glorify you in all that we do and say. Eternal God, you are the Creator of all and the Lord of time. In this time that you have given us to live, help us to love as Jesus loved and discover the new things that you have for us, that we may see your kingdom come and your will be done more and more each day each month and each year grant that we may be faithful through all of our lives and come at last to share in that heavenly banquet with all your saints in glory through Jesus Christ our Lord amen come now to our closing hymn Turn your eyes upon Jesus, Mission Praise number 712, and you're welcome to stand for the hymn. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always. Amen.